Edgar. Marwan. Round two. Let's let's try this again. Um, so first, thank you for joining me. Uh, this was something we talked about doing 10 months ago. Um, and now we're finally here. It's really but happening. It's really happening. Would have done it last week, but I wanted to get out of the... Didn't want to steal the spotlight from the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. we would have. We may not be as kind next year. So yeah. Watch out, NFL. Um, but no, we have, we have a lot to talk about. So, so let's just jump right into it. Of course, we're going to make our predictions this for this top 10 drivers list, mm -hmm. how that goes. Um, but really, I just want to focus on the drivers themselves and, uh, being a new podcast, we're going to, we're going to start with the new drivers. Um, okay. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's some synergy there. Yep. Yeah. We got three of them this year, three mm -hmm. really interesting rookies. By the way, all for three different reasons, though, which yeah. we'll get into. We'll, we'll yep, yep. Um, let's start with, well, let's just name them. Oscar Piastri, Nick mm -hmm. DeVries, Logan Sargent. Let's start with Oscar. All so, right. You're a McLaren guy. Uh, I'm a McLaren boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm tempted to just get out of the way and just let you go because this is uh, a lot of hype around this guy. So, Oscar Piastri, what you got? Well... I don't know. Again, we've we've talked before if the whether or not the hype is deserved. Um, I think it's deserved based on the drama. You know, we got Oscar Jack. Is it Piastri? We're gonna go with Piastri. Um, born two thousand one, youngin in Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia. Uh, so that's good for McLaren. You know, bringing an Aussie for an Aussie team. Uh, and I mean, we all know that he's coming with the Alpine drama from last year, which oh. That was delicious. That was delicious. Real quick for those who don't who who, who don't know the drama, Alpine during the uh, silly season of last year sent out a tweet that Oscar Piastri was going to be driving for them in the 2023 season. Oscar Piastri again deliciously tweeted that Alpine sent that tweet out without his permission and that he will not be racing for them. And oh man, if that just didn't make everybody's day, I don't know what did. So what are you what are you expecting out of him this year though? Again, I don't think I don't think he's going to shock the world. I think McLaren is still essentially a midfield car. Uh, I love Lando, and I think he gets the most out of the car, but that's because he's been with the development for the past what three four years. Mm -hmm. So I would I don't I don't see him cracking top ten. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I I commend you for being reasonable. Not many. Uh, fan, if I was a fan of a team that had a rookie coming in this hype uh, with, with this much accomplishments, I, I probably wouldn't be as reasonable. But uh, I commend you for that. I, I do think, though, a top 10 finish is, is reasonable for him, though, right? I, I, it's not on him. I think it's more on the car. Okay, that's fair. There, there's been talks about the MCL 60, uh, whether or not it's, it's going to be up to par compared yeah. to, to these other cars. But... We'll see about that. Um, we have testing in a couple of days, Thursday. Testing in a couple of days. Yeah. Um, Bahrain. Okay, so the other rookie, Nick DeVries. Um, you. Okay, so he's – I feel like I'm alone on an island here where I, I rate him heavily. I, I expect some big things out of Nick DeVries. Um, I think last year he put one of the more impressive performances when he had to just step in cold into that Williams. There was a lot that went into Monza. Um, 
you know, a lot of, a lot of shenanigans happened before the race started. I think he started what P eight or something like that, but still finished in the top 10, uh, got Nicholas Latifi up out of here, yeah. uh, which I kudos to him for that. Yeah. Um, but no, he's also coming in with a lot of experience. He's someone that honestly should have had an F one seat by now. Um, He's yeah, you told me he was like 27, 28, and that's yeah, he's 28. Yeah, he's he's older than Max Verstappen, older than Charles Leclerc, all of these guys. But um, no, I'm I'm really excited to just see what he what he brings to to this team. I think Pierre Gasly was, I think he kind of underperformed last year, so yeah. he's going to take his seat and him and Yuki together. Which we'll talk about Yuki later. Right now, we're just going to focus on these rookies, but. No, I think they're going to have a great pairing, and, and I expect a big leap for Alphatari because of Nick DeVries. Uh, two Dutchmen, by the way, um, in oh, one. So. Yeah, him and Max. Uh, also, they be friends? I, they might be, or, or big rivals. No. Yeah. Uh, congrats to him on beating that case, by the way. Are you are you familiar at all with, with the lawsuit? No. You know, as okay, so a little backstory. As far as lawsuits go, it's not that juicy. There's not really that much to it. But uh, he he signed a, a contract with with a millionaire, a very rich man, to help okay. him fund his F1 career because it's a very expensive sport. So uh-huh. he signed he signed a a deal with him, uh, basically saying that if I make it to Formula One by 2022, you'll get half of my F1 contract. And so he didn't make it to F1 by 2022. He made it in 2023. But the man who loaned him the money uh, said, hey, you raced last year. So technically you were an F1 driver last year. So you owe me half of your contract. But uh, they took it to court and the judge side with Nick DeVries said, no, he wasn't. He wasn't a full-time racer last year. So congrats to him. Uh, he doesn't yeah. have to give up half of his salary. So that's, that's a big win for him. That would be crazy. Yeah, that would suck. Do you know when he made that contract? No, I have no idea, but okay. it sounds, I'm surprised it's not something that happens more often. Right? Yeah, that sounds like a millionaire took advantage of a very young person. Maybe. Uh, well, yeah, we, we don't know exactly how old he was. Let's not speculate here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, no, good for him. Uh, all right, so this last guy, Lo- Logan Sargent, right? Yeah. All mm-hmm. right, from from our side of the, uh, our side of the pond, yeah. our, our, Our own state. state. Yeah, he's, he's a Florida man uh, from the land of chicken tender subs. Mm. Um, what are the expectations for Logan Sargent? I mean, he's in a Williams. I don't think anyone's really expecting much from him. That's fair. Um, well, the, the question with him, honestly, was does he even belong in Formula One? That's it's never a good sign when you're coming into the into the league and everyone is questioning whether or not you actually deserve a seat. Which yeah. is the, the way, idea that is the idea he just got the seat because he's an American driver. Yeah, and I think there is something to that. Which, okay. by the way, uh, I am on the camp of no, he didn't deserve a seat. But that's neither here nor there. He's he's got the seat. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, the question is, what can he do with it? And honestly, just the nature of this sport. Someone has to finish in last, and I expect that to be him. But hopefully he proves me wrong. It would be nice to have uh, an American succeed in this sport. Um, it's 
been a while. I think 2016 or 2015 was the last time we even had one on the grid. So that is something I'm looking forward to, though, is just seeing how all of these rookies perform. It's one of the reasons why I'm so excited about this season. Um, Well, percentage chance. What's your percentage chance of Logan Sargent getting into the points? In Uh, any race. I wouldn't even do for the championship. Any race. Any race. Yeah. 2%. Two, okay, wow. Is that high or low? I I, I think that's low. Because um, I think I was being generous, honestly. Uh, but no, I don't want to hate on the man because, look, he's he's unproven. Uh, I think he it's possible he proves me wrong here. But look, and, I, and of course, I want to see this sport continue to grow in this country. And having a, a big American driver uh, succeed would, would help with that. But... He's not the one, unfortunately. Um, but let's talk about his teammate, though. Uh, well, let's let's talk about the rest of these drivers, really. And we'll start with Williams. Uh, we'll okay. work our way up from the bottom top. Uh, his teammate, Alex Albon. Uh, any reasonable expectations from him beyond uh, don't get 19th? Because that 20th spot is locked up. Yeah. Well, to, hmm. I don't know, man. Because I, I do think there is one other driver on the grid who could probably get 20th. Um, but we'll we'll get to them later. We'll get to them later. Wow, a little tease. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Alex Albon will finish between P17 and P12. I'll give him that, like, five-position window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's reasonable, I think, yeah. for him. He's, this hurts me to say, because he's, he's been a solid driver, and and I kind of root for him. I root for both Alex Albon and Logan Sargent because yeah, they're okay. – it doesn't sound like it, right? But I'm rooting for them because they are in a Williams. Um, yeah. I root for – I have some pretty terrible teams that I root for um, mm-hmm. outside of the sport. And so I can oh, relate. The Jags. I can Not the Jags, though. Uh, they, they're picking it up. Uh, but, no, it's I can, I can relate to the underdogs, the, the once great Williams – they they used to be competing for championships, but uh, that, that was a long time ago. Yeah. So yeah, but that's enough about Williams. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're constructor constructors. They're probably still P ten. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate, but someone has to get last. Yeah. That's how it works. Um, AlphaTauri. So we talked about one of them before. Uh, yeah. Debris. Yeah. So like I said, I expect a big jump from AlphaTauri. I I mean I I always like Yuki as a driver. Uh he's very aggressive and it just makes it entertaining to watch. Yeah, um so unfortunately though he did have kind of a down year last year, I think. Yeah. I think this is really his make or break season for Yuki. Uh he's going to Yeah, be... this is his last uh, contract year. Yeah, so if he was driving recklessly last year uh with you know, less stakes. I really want to see how he does this year with, with all the pressure on him. I hope he drives more recklessly. That would, that would be more fun for us. But um, no, I'm, I'm excited to see what Yuki can do here. I actually expect them to take a step forward here. They finished behind Haas. I think they'd be a little more competitive this year, possibly finishing ahead of them. But we'll we'll get to Haas in a second. No. But no, Afatari can, I think with Nick DeVries and Yuki Sonoda, I expect them to to take a step forward here and, and be a little more competitive. 
Yeah. I hope it pushes Yuki because he's going to be the senior driver. And then the rookie driver, we already know is good. So yeah, that should push him. Yeah. Well, I, I said we'll get to Haas. Let's just talk about them right now. Uh, okay. Hulkenberg and Magnussen. I, I, for some reason, I love Haas so much. I think they're actually the underdog. Um, okay. I think K-Mag is probably going to crack top 10 this year. Really? I do. I do. Okay. I felt like well, he very well last year. I didn't say where, though. Okay. Um, That's true. I, he performed very well last year in the Haas, and... I just think that that team is on an upward trajectory. It's not like super exponential, but it's a steady climb. Okay. Um, so it's really interesting what they're doing here. They brought in some very, they brought in a really experienced driver. We'll just say. Uh, yeah. Nico Hulkenberg out of Germany, out of Deutschland. I just realized it's kind of like the opposite of two years ago. Yeah, it really is. I, those two years were fun, but uh, it was <laughs> fun for us. Yeah, uh, they were. Us, but um, no, nah, I think we'll we'll see what experience does. Unfortunately, though, with that experience does not come a whole lot of accomplishments, right? No. I think it's a combined 320 races for the two of them. Zero wins. Zero wins. Do you know how many podiums? No, that's the, that'd only be K-Mag. Uh, well, it would have to be K-Mag because Nico Hulkenberg <laughs> does not have a single podium to his name. Um, but no, I think, uh, let's see. Magnuson is at one podium. So okay. All right. <laughs> that's something, right? Yeah. Um, but no, I think, uh, credit to Nico Hulkenberg, honestly, 11 yeah. seasons in this sport, no podiums, no wins. Yeah. And I don't think he'll get one this year either. No, I, what's, I'm going to look this up. I want to see what the record is for for most races without a win. And I, I, I really want him to break it uh, just so that we can say we saw that. Uh, mm-hmm. He's done, I don't know, he's done the equivalent of like quiet quitting, I think for the last yeah. six six years of his career. And then he actually quit, but now he's back. Uh, so, hey, we'll, we'll see if the hiatus did him any good though. Um, yeah. But unfortunately though, Haas is, Haas is another team that I expect to regress. Honestly, yeah. did he sub last year for anyone? I can't remember. I, I think he stepped in last year for somebody. I think it was um, Sebastian Vettel. Okay. He had COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And asked him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we did see him last year. Uh, don't, I can't remember exactly where he finished, but I mean, yeah, don't expect much from Haas this year, to be honest. Yeah. Um, who's next? Alpha Romeo? Yep. Okay. Um, Alfa Romeo was really interesting last year because we saw them get off to a really good start and then just halfway through the season, something happened. And then it was just DNFs after DNFs and problems. And there was that weird moment where uh, Joe's car was upside down and he, yeah, I think it was Silverstone, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the track, but yeah, Yeah, that was, that was, I just saw that in the draft to survive that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that it it's it was a tale of two halves for Alfa Romeo last year. The question is, uh, which which half do we see uh, next year? Do we get that? Because honestly, Valtteri brought it. He brought he he brought the best out of the car. Uh, so the question is, does does Zhou Guan Yu step up and 
can that team actually put together a complete season? No, I mean, it's going to be because there was so much restructuring that was happening in like the administrations of the teams. So I yeah, they lost um, how that trickles. They lost the team principal, right? He's yep. he's off to Ferrari. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see how much that affects things. Um, I think the team principal is one of those things. It's it's really hard to tell uh, whether or not uh, it'll make a big impact. I think Valtteri was the biggest factor last year for their season. Yeah, they finished. Oh. They had. I think two races where they both finished in the points, uh, that, that first race. And then Canada, I think both of them finished in the points, but other than that, it was, it was really just a roller coaster of a year for Alfa Romeo. Um, but I think, I think they'll probably step, step forward this year. Um, put, put together a more complete season. Uh, the technical problems did them in, but we'll see what we get out of Alfa Romeo. Um, we, we miss anybody so far? I'm trying to get the uh, lower teams out of the way. Yeah, no. All right, so uh, Alpha, Alpha. Aston Martin. Aston Martin? Oh, well, oh, Aston Martin. They're, yeah, Aston Martin is, um, I don't know, another interesting case here. They're they're bringing in Fernando. Yeah. Alonso. I'm really just looking forward to those radio calls <laughs> and just seeing what Alonso has to say about his team because he's never been shy to speak his mind. Yeah. I want to, yeah, what he's going to say about his teammate. Um, you can't say too much about the owner's kid, though. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. We'll, we'll, we're going to test that out and see exactly if Alonzo is scared to say anything about Lance Stroll, his teammate. Yeah. Because, you know, he'll just call his dad up on the phone really quick and say, hey, my teammate's being mean to me. Get him out of here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. no, that's – I don't know. Dude, are they going to be more competitive this year? They were um, – they were okay last year, I think. They... I don't. I, I feel like they're going to be the same because it is weird. Like, I feel like Alonzo and Vettel have the same kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just energy to bring to that team. Yeah, I guess they finished. I think they were. See, they were tied with Alfa Romeo last year, uh, so. I don't know. I, I don't expect much from them to be honest. Yeah, if, if anything. Stroll's just getting a bunch of good teachers, I guess, if he's actually learning from them. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we like Lance Stroll. He's from Canada. We yeah. work for the Canadians around here. Yeah. No, yeah. I actually, I think he's a decent driver. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think he's... I'll he's argue fun. against the uh, um, pay-for-play for him. Argue against it? Yeah. How? Because he's a good driver. Okay. I don't think he just, like, bought his seat. I mean, he did. He did. Okay, he did, but he's also good. Is okay, what and that's fair. I'll yeah. I think he's plateaued a little bit, but uh, yeah, he's a, he's a solid driver. But I think he's hit his ceiling. Um, all right. Well, we're starting to get to the better teams, I guess. Okay. Um, Alpine. Um, yeah. Akon and Gasly. So uh, I wanted to focus mostly on the track and what happens. You know, what what we're expecting from the drivers out on the grid. Uh, but this is a little backstory with, with Gasly and Akon. There's some history there. So, you know, they're both Frenchmen. They grew up together karting, mm. uh, but then they had some huge falling out. And, you know, I don't know if this might sound a little overdramatic here. Arch nemesis is the right word. Arch Ooh. rivals. Ooh, I uh, love it though. That, that's kind of how uh, they, I would classify them as right uh, for a little while there, but the talk out of their, their team is that they've put that behind them and that they're going to mm-hmm. 
look, which is easy to say now. Yeah. But um, I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for some fireworks at least. Makes it more fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like when was the last time we had teammates that actually didn't like each other? Mm. I guess Perez and Akon back when it was uh, Force India. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a recurring trend here maybe. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, well, all right. Let's talk about on the track though. Any, any expectations from them? Um, I, I just, I expect Akon to perform the same. Um, I, I want to hope that Gasly performs better, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, they operate in like this weird place, Alpine with, them and McLaren, right? Where it's mm. a little not there with the top three, but better than the bottom five. Yeah, they're like the top midfield. Yeah, I think when you yeah when you were looking at the standings last year, it was this huge drop off from Mercedes to McLaren, from Mercedes to Alpine, and another yeah. huge drop off from McLaren to whoever it was, Alfa Romeo. Um, but no, we'll see if. Um, if they can actually break apart, right? I think the the main challenge for them is just beat McLaren. That's that's your goal for Alpine. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if bringing Gasly in will actually do that. Which don't, but yeah, that's a good goal. Yeah. Well, speaking of McLaren, we finally made it. Uh, oh yeah. This is your team. Which, by the way, I don't think I ever asked you. How did you even become a McLaren fan? Um, it was just I fell into it. Uh, the first season I started watching F1 was it was the first season they had Lando and Carlos Sainz as teammates. Mm-hmm. And that was just engaging to watch. And then before I started watching Drive to Survive, um, I was looking for Formula One just shows and content to kind of learn. And I feel like it was probably the same production company that did Drive to Survive, but there was a documentary on Amazon. That was McLaren, and it basically followed McLaren through, I think it was like the 2018 or 2017 season, where it was Fernando Alonso and Stoffel Van Dorn, and I don't know, just watching the, that documentary on the team, I fell in love with McLaren, and then you have the history of Bruce, Bruce McLaren, you know, driver, making his own team, um, and then also just McLaren's. Of course, it's a cool Such car. A beautiful car. I would, have, I would have expected it to have something to do with uh, Tuned. Are you familiar with Tuned? No. Okay, we're we're gonna talk about Tuned after this. Um, okay. But it it's a cartoon produced by McLaren. But um, anyways, uh, yeah, I think so. That's how you became a fan. Uh, yeah. Been a rocky relationship, I'd say, as far as them actually giving you anything back to. Root. Yeah, I mean entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if one thing about McLaren is they will always be entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the Google Google Chrome wheels? Uh, All right, some designer had fun with that. We don't some need designer had fun with that, and I'm happy for them. Okay, <laughs> yeah, well, we don't need to get into that. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's talk about how they'll actually perform, though. Um, well, I, I don't, I don't want you to give away your top ten list, but let's just talk in broad terms here. What are you expecting out of McLaren? I expect a lot from Lando. Uh, I think he's a great driver, and I kind of feel like. It's not comparable, but it was how Hamilton was uh, with Mercedes before. Because, yes, uh, the Mercedes was a good car, and Hamilton's a great driver. But I think it was the fact that that development happened together. And so I think Lando's development with the MCL 60, I think we're just going to see a great year from him. 
Okay. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I do think uh, having a better teammate for Lando is definitely going to help out. P eleven last year for yeah. Danny Rick. I, I think uh, Piastri will be a little more competitive and help his teammate out. So I uh, I can see where you're coming from, expecting some big things out of McLaren, but I'm not there with you to be honest. Um, well, I'm expecting big things out of Lando. Okay. Well, I don't think Piastri is gonna have a great year. Okay. Well, we'll get to that in a second in our top ten list, but let's get to Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. What is there to say about Mercedes? Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. Um, I personally am expecting a step forward from Mercedes. I think the talk around the team is that they figured some things out, their purposing issue, which, yeah. well, I've, I'm tired of hearing that word, by the way. I've heard it more in my life last year than I've ever wanted to. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think I, I'm expecting them to get back to form. Um, call it wishful thinking, honestly. Uh, well, but, they, the, the last half of their season last year, that's when they started to come back up, right? Yeah, yeah, they definitely showed some improvement, and I think they can build off of that. So, yeah, I'm expecting big things out of Mercedes this year. Um, any Anything to the idea that they're losing uh, a, a key member of their team, uh, James Vowell, he's moving to Williams to become their team principal. We'll see how much that actually impacts things, but mostly bringing the whole team back together. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, any any expectations that anything you want to add to the Mercedes uh, discourse? No, I think we all know how Mercedes is going to be. Mm-hmm. Do you think anything with any issues with Lewis Hamilton and George Russell pop up this year? Nah, <laughs> they nah. actually yeah, it was surprising to see just how well they got along. Uh, just you know, Lewis Hamilton seems like he's Lewis Hamilton, part owner of the Denver Broncos, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if he can get them right on track. But um, no, I think I think oh, Russell, Russell put a great team last, put a great season together last year, yeah. and I think he can build off of that too. So big things out of Mercedes, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I just I just always assume that we're gonna they're gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a reasonable expectation. You don't win five constructors in a row. Was it yeah. about being uh, great. So Ferrari. All right. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. New team principal for them though. Yeah. Uh, the, I don't, I'm trying to be careful with what I say. Cause I feel like I've been slightly unfair to Carlos science in the past in uh, just how I view him. I think he's good, but not great. Mm. I saw, I think we saw a, a big difference between Charles Leclerc and Carlos science last year was a, uh, Charles Leclerc was able to overcome his own team, whereas uh, Carlos was not. It was Carlos's first season with. Uh, no, it wasn't. Was it? Was it? That was his second. Yeah, I don't think it was his first season. Um, oh, but um, look, I think we. It, it's going to be interesting to see. They're bringing in the Alfa Romeo principal, who, uh, uh, who's. I don't know. He, he put together a decent season last year. We talked about Alfa Romeo already. Yeah. Uh, but I think their biggest obstacle was their biggest obstacle last year, which is Ferrari. Uh, can they o- get out of their own way? Uh, we yeah. saw them take a big step forward and then just proceed to stumble across the finish line. Um, but no, I think we'll, we'll, we'll really dive into it when we give our predictions or top 10. Mm-hmm. But um, I do think they might be able to right some of their wrongs last year. All right. And 
I guess we'll talk about the two-time champion himself, Max Verstappen, yeah. and his teammate Sergio Perez. Uh, Red Bull. What are you expecting out of Red Bull? Uh, number one in the champions, and uh, I'm not expecting it, but most likely number uh, oh, number one driver and number one champion. Yeah. Okay. No way around uh, it. That, uh, and honestly, it's it's hard to see otherwise. Uh, they yeah. put together maybe it, they put together one of the most dominant seasons ever. Um, uh, yeah. Just last year, uh, Max Verstappen and and Sergio they they worked really well together, except for that one race in Brazil, which uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see if that if that pops yeah. up again. Uh, we'll see what Drive to Survive has about that. Right? Yeah. I mean, we've got to take it with a grain of salt, but yeah. No, I think, so I think the other teams will be a little more competitive. And again, this is honestly just wishful thinking. I, I want a more competitive season. It's always more fun when we get that, um, but still expect them to, to run away with this thing towards the end, probably. Yeah. I mean, um, if we get the championship down to the last race, that would be amazing. That would be nice. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about our predictions. All right. You you want to go first or should I go? Yeah, first? I got mine right here. Okay, I'll I'll let you go first. I saw you were, you wrote all that down. All right. Yeah, yeah, I did. All right, and so I know what I said. I'll I'll preface I'll preface my list because I know what I said about expecting Red Bull to be number one and number one. But as you know, you know I I don't like I don't like facts. I don't like numbers, statistics, and I don't like research. So this is all my gut. Number one, Lando Norris. It's going to shock everyone. No one's going to see it coming. But my gut is telling me Lando Norris is going to be the world champion this year. Number two, Max Verstappen. I mean, that's there's no way around that one. Number three, Sergio Perez, which also pretty likely, honestly. Number four, Charles Leclerc. Number five, Carlos Sainz. I'm going to group the Ferraris together. Because I also, I don't think Charles Leclerc was that much better than Carlos Sainz. He was better, but not that much better. Uh, six, Lewis Hamilton. Seven, George Russell. Honestly, I just need to fill out top ten spaces. Number eight, Oscar Piastri. I'm going to be a little bit hopeful. Number nine, Pierre Gasly. And number ten, Kevin Magnussen. I do think K-Mag and Haas this year can crack top ten. Yeah, so I could I can tell you really put your heart into that. Yeah, <laughs> you're like forget all of that. The last 20 minutes of analysis. This is what my heart is telling me. Yeah, yeah. I, I fully support that. I think when you when you first sent me that list, you immediately followed up with "I stand by my list." I followed yeah. my gut, and so I was. There's nothing I can say about that. Um, Lando Norris in P1 is crazy, though. I'm I'm not gonna lie. No, yeah, I um, I understand that it's crazy. I think we saw Charles Leclerc go from seventh to second last year so mm -hmm. you're saying lando is gonna outdo him in a worse car which again you're a mclaren fan and that's okay you can you can be hopeful we don't know what happens on the track you know debris from space could take out some cars couple clear days path. yeah no that's hey that it's your list i i can't fault you for it um it's 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 a wild list but i don't know um Copernicus was called crazy when oh. he said the sun was the center of the universe. That's the only uh, comparison that I have to your list here. I'll um, take it. <laughs> I'll you, take it. You are Copernicus. Uh, but no, um, so my list, 
I'm going with, can I start from the t- from 10th and move up? You know, add, add some Ooh. suspension, some drama. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm going with Oscar Piastri at 10. Okay. Yeah. A solid rookie season for him. McLaren's a solid team. Uh, Pierre Gasly at nine. His teammate and arch rival, maybe Akon at eight. Lando Norris, who you had at first, I have him at seventh. That's fine. Uh, so another top seven finish for Lando. But uh, six, I have Carlos Sainz. Again, good, but not great. But, um, you know, he finished, I think, fifth last year. So a little step back for Carlos. Mm-hmm. But I, that has more to do with, with the other guys on this list taking a step forward. George Russell, fifth. Um, so again, he's... Uh, he, he got the most out of his car last year. And I think he's the future of Mercedes is, is his, I think it's going to be his team down the line, but not, not yet right now. Um, ahead of him, I got Sergio, Sergio Perez at fourth. Um, again, uh, this is, this has to do again with the other drivers that I'm putting ahead of him. Number three, I got Lewis Hamilton. Uh, you know, he had a down year last year, but expect him to pick it up this year with Mercedes helping him out and not doing some trials on his car. Number two, Max Verstappen. Okay. Uh, this this is kind of, I, I know, it, it kind of goes against what I was saying earlier, <laughs> where, I, where Max Verstappen was put together one of the most dominant seasons last year. But honestly, uh, this is all wishful thinking. I'm I'm really just hoping that we get a more competitive year. And that's why I'm putting Charles Leclerc at number one. Leclerc uh, Supremacy 2023. Yep. I Look, he put together a, a, a really good year last year. He had to overcome his own team time and time again. The car itself had some reliability issues, which I'm hoping that they get fixed. So that's why I'm, I'm expecting Charles Leclerc to, to make a big jump this year. The other drivers... Should also make things a little more tough for Max Verstappen. Uh, last year, he would just jump out to first and then never look back and just sleepwalk to the championship. So hopefully we, we get uh, a slightly more competitive year this year. Uh, Drive to Survive comes out this Friday, right? Yeah, February 24th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got a couple of dates coming up. So Drive to Survive, February 24th this Friday. Yeah, when is going to be from February 23rd to 25th mm-hmm. uh, in Bahrain. And then a little bit of time for the first race, also going to be a Bahrain, but that's March 5th. Okay. Yeah. A lot. Best time of the year, honestly. Yeah. All these teams have hope. All these fans have hope. And then it's going to be crushed in like three or four weeks. But still, yeah. fun, fun time of the year for all of us. Formula One is back. Yeah, baby. Yep. Uh, yeah, I really don't know. I, I really don't know what to expect out of these rookies. I know we talked about this before, but this yeah. is... This is honestly part of the reason why I'm so excited about this season is these rookies. It's it's a really interesting group, all for three different reasons. Um, also bringing Hulk back. I'm pretty excited for that. Bringing Nico Hulkenberg back. Maybe he might get that elusive podium. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. Like, I'm just intrigued to see like what the performance is going to be of someone who's left for a couple of years, never got the podium. It's just, it should, I, I want to be inside his head. Well, I think that's a good stopping point right there. <laughs> if you wanted to be inside the head of Nico Hulkenberg. Um, 
Can we talk about Ant-Man now?